Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to a new episode of the Echo Podcast. I hope you're doing all good and fine, even though it's a sensitive time since the exams are on their way. But hopefully it will be fine and it will pass well. So, without keeping you waiting any longer, get ready and let's get lost in the Echo. Many people hate to watch horror movies alone, and I'm sure some of you can understand that situation. You go to your room at a late night hour. You turn off the lights and put an horror movie on. Turn up the volume and sit on the safest spot in the room. And as the movie goes on, scary scenes will start popping out, and that's when you start getting nervous. Your heartbeat's rate increase and you keep looking around the corner. Pause the movie making sure that the sound you heard was from the TV and nowhere else. At some point, your hair stands up, you get thrilled and creeped out and start wishing you were watching a documentary instead. Well, once the movie is finished, or once you stop the movie by yourself if you couldn't keep up, some people won't move on easily. They keep looking right and left before sleeping, and thinking about what can possibly happen. So, ever wondered why did all of that happen? Why did your body react the way it did, and why your mind react the way it did? Well, all of that was a reaction from something named fear. Fear is an unpleasant intense emotion. It's responding to a recognized danger or threat. The fear response arises from the perception of danger leading to either facing or avoiding the threat, which, in extreme cases of fear, it can be a freeze response or paralysis. Now, some people may say that fear is bad, and being afraid is something useless. But well, if we couldn't be afraid, we wouldn't survive for long. We'd be walking into danger all the time running through burning fire or maybe holding poisonous snakes. In humans and in all animals, the purpose of fear is to promote survival. In the course of human evolution, people who fear the right things survive to pass on their genes. In passing on their genes, the trait of fear and the response to it were selected to be beneficial for us. Our ancestors developed this emotion by the fear of death, and being alone. Since they used to hunt in groups, being less in numbers will make them an easy target to predators, and that fear helped them to make ways to be more careful and safe. You can check more information about this in the episode titled History of All Mankind. Well, even though fear was helpful, and it was one of the reasons that humans survived, there is another type of fear. A natural reaction as well, but a little bit different. So, it's instead of being scared of something, you be creeped out from something creepy. When we say that something or someone is creepy, it means that thing gives you an unpleasant feeling of worries and anxiety. It's having a fear without knowing the exact clear danger in which it will make you creeped out. Seeing someone standing right next to your home entry, smiling for no reason and staring at you is something creepy, 
because it's something that makes you wonder what danger may come from that thing. It gives you an anxiety and a lot of chills. Another example of creepiness is a video that you can find on YouTube. The video name is I Feel Fantastic, in which an android singing doll standing in the middle of a room right next to a window, singing I Feel Fantastic with a strange voice. Other than that, there's literally nothing scary pops out in the video, but the environment of that room in the video, the tone of singing, the lightning, the angles used, all of them, gives a vibe that something scary might happen, but still nothing happens, and it made hundreds of people creeped out. In many horror movies and books, famous writers and producers, such as Stephen King's books and movies, use this type of method to make the content more intense, by making a change in the nature of things that make sense, as making a clown look so terrifying and making him a serial killer, from, from the movie It. It is scary since the danger is being killed, but at the same time, creepy, because the danger is coming from a clown that is supposed to be funny and for kids. Well, the word creepy was first used by Charles Dickens in his novel David Copperfield in 1849 to mean an unpleasant tingly chill. Creepy is about the uncertainty of threat. You're feeling uneasy because you think there might be something to worry about here, but the signals are not clear enough to warrant you or gives you an idea about what the next move should be. Being creeped out is different from normal fear. The person experiencing normal fear feels no confusion about how to respond. But when you're creeped out, your brain and your body are telling you that something is not quite right and you better pay attention because it might hurt you. Well, many things can be scary and creepy. But what about spooky? Spooky came from the word spook which means a ghost. Spooky is something frightening and strange that makes you somehow think about unnatural threats such as ghosts. A music background from an horror movie can cause spookiness. A cold whistling wind hitting your leg in a warm room can cause spookiness. And room lights that start blinking for no reason can also cause spookiness. When you see something spooky, it gives you chills and goosebumps, nervousness and can also cause fear. So, by mentioning the fear of scary things, creepy and spooky, you can all notice and clearly see that all of that causes unpleasant feelings of stress and anxiety and so on. So, why do you think a lot of people actually tend to love horror movies? and love to go through scary experiences during watching them. Well, evolutionary psychologists say that our movies tap into our primal fears, such as fear of death and fear of being eaten, which explains the popularity of zombie movies. Horror films essentially provide a safe way for us to rehearse mentally how we would cope with non-expected dangers. Curiously, the more negative emotions a person say they experience during a movie, 
the more likely they are to say they enjoy the type. One theory, theory is that this is because some people, especially sensational seekers, find pleasure in the feeling of relief that follow after intense fear. You can also approve this by seeing the huge number of visitors around the world to the amusement parks and other places that contain scary games and tours, like these zombie hunting games. And you can clearly see that people inside really get scared and terrorized. You see tears, screams and cries all over the place. Once the game is finished, people are relieved and happy about the experience. So it gives such a cheerful pride right after that. Also, there are many evidence that horror movies can actually be beneficial for mental health. For some viewers who have anxiety or trauma, these movies can only make matters worse. It's true. But for others, horror can help provide relief from high tension. It's a way to practice feeling scared in a safe environment, refocus your brain away from real-life anxieties, and enjoy the release that comes after the movie's over. There are other studies that say horror movies and scary video games can help burning calories from the high heartbeat rates, and that they can also help facing real-life fears by training your brain and give it the fear experience in a safe environment. But well, these studies can't be applied on everyone. But why not give it a try? Would you go for it? Do you want to try the experience? That will be up to you. So, dear Echoers, our episode has come to an end. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode, learned some new information about fear, and all the other types of creepiness and spookiness. I wish you all the best and I hope you got lost in the echo.